What's up, my guys? We are back. This is the Juice Box with episode 42. We got half staff here again today, but that's okay. We're going to make it happen like we always do. What's up, Juice? What's up, baby? Don't have a shirt on. Feeling good. Tired as fuck. Um, We went to Brady's last night. We watched the UFC fights. And my goodness, was Masvidal and Usman a snoozer? Yeah, that was very boring. Uh, very boring fight. Um, realistically, if you're one of those, if you're a fighter and you're trying to make big money, you can't be like so boring like that. Well, yeah, I mean, sty- like you just said, stylistically, that's why, you know, when Mag- when uh, Usman calls McGregor out, McGregor just laughs and all these people don't really want to fight Usman. And I- I'm not taking it away from Usman. Usman is a great, great, great UFC fighter. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it is all about making money, too. Um, so, I don't know. It, it was just – it was frustrating. All we really saw was Usman um, just beat the shit out of Masvidal's foot. That was it. Yeah, and um, I'm glad I deleted DraftKings because, you know, I bet on last night. But that's probably the only bet I've done in 2020 was last night and I just suck at it. I can't I'm not I swear like I just I truly think like when I bet I curse that team to to lose. Yeah, but it's also, like every time. Also though you and I we like we definitely are an underdog story kind of guy. Oh yeah, toast to the underdogs. Like a lot of people like yeah, they'll bet and they'll bet the favorites which is great, but you really only make real money betting the favorites if you're throwing a big chunk of change. So I don't know. I uh, I thought Holloway got robbed last night. Oh, yeah. Um, Volkanovski, great fighter, real tough dude. But, I mean, if anybody watched the fight and thought that he won, I don't know what fight you were watching. I think it just came down to the couple takedowns he had there at the end, which I still don't really think that's that was enough. But that's what just annoys me about sports in general. Like... If it's like I wouldn't even call that an even fight, but if it's an even fight, they just always pick the favorite. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're always going to pick the favorite when they don't really know who won or who didn't win. Yeah, I mean, fight of the night for me was on the prelim card. It was that dude that was the champion in uh, the uh, I think it's the Ryder League or whatever that um, came into the UFC. He ended up I, Yuri. Yuri's his name. And he got offered a contract years ago, but didn't want to come to the UFC because he thought he wasn't prepared enough to fight. And he fought the seventh-ranked dude in that division, knocked him out. Um, and then Rose. Rose had a battle, too. Her face was busted up. Yeah. Shout-out Tiggy. You know what I'm saying? Shout-out that man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah, that was a good one. And then that one girl, the girl fight, the first girl fight in the main card. I can't Paige remember. Van Zandt. Van Zandt. I kind of loved her, but she got her, her butt, her butt whooped. Yeah, she got, she got that, uh, she got that bell rung. And it's, it's wild how I'm about to transition topics right here because we start in, we talk about UFC. I just want to tell the people that selling Sunset on Netflix. Oh yeah, 
is a pure electric factory of a show. Oh, it's electric factory. And you know, if you're if you're a dude and you're like, man, that's a girl show. Just just check yourself. If you're that worried about it, you need you need to do some evaluating of your own life because that show is fire. And what I've learned, I've learned in real life, but I've learned from this show, girls are freaking brutal to each other. They're they don't hold back. They are brutal freaking creatures they don't hold back and it's crazy because they'll fight and then they'll say sorry and forgive each other and then the next day they do it all over dude and it's like they purposely will like bring up something that they weren't supposed to say on purpose but then they're like oh well blah 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 it's like yeah well i don't remember who said it but i was like there for oh yeah i was there and someone was saying uh yeah she doesn't support your relationship but like i can't remember who said it but i was standing right there during the whole conversation i was standing right there so you might want to just go ask everyone in the office (laughs) who it was shout out (laughs) shout out brett and jason oberman too openheim openheim or flogging i don't openheim the openheim group Dude, but you have somebody that we need to shout out. Big oh yeah, time. I big do, time. and it's you know, I you know it's great to see lately. I feel like we've been getting some some momentum, a lot of love lately. Um, we got a we got a big fan down in Tennessee, who I know I, I've I've met him through my work, and he's you know he works down in Tennessee. Big fan, big supporter of the podcast. He sent me and Jake two nice new brewmates. Legit. Shout out, brewmate, if you're listening. Sponsor us. Cut but the check. Brewmates are awesome. I've never had one. They're, I mean, I guess you know how. Uh, what's what's the word? The, people try to mimic what's doing good. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a Yeti, but mine's sweet. It's like a three-in-one. It, it's a tumbler. Like It has the attachment lid like you're drinking out of it, but it's also a koozie. Yeah. For the tall cans and twelve ounce cans, so it's it's nice. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I just want to say thanks because I wasn't expecting it. Um, big fan of the brewmate though, man. The the one that I got, I don't have to take anything off the top. My slim cam can slide right down in at least the high noons, and you know it, it's a really really kind gesture, and it just it just goes to show that you know. We're, we're definitely, you know, making a reach out there. Yeah. So I just want to say thanks for starting the brigade in Tennessee. Get everybody down there listening, baby, and we'll keep thinking of you. Shout out Scott Little. Thank you. Shout out that man. But you know what I was wondering? What, man? Why do people hate on Nickelback so much? I've, I've That's never. That's like a trend. That goes back to, like, avocados. Yes. It, it, it was... It do was, you get what I mean? I like, do. It, it's like somebody sees it on social media and they have no uh, dog in the fight and they're just like, yeah, fucking avocados are great. Or yeah, fucking Nickelback sucks. I don't I don't remember anything ever happening and we woke up one morning and Nickelback was the most hated band of yeah, all time. Nickelback is good. Like they have some good jams. Look at this photograph. Yeah. Every and they got that I... far away song. It's like I love you. Oh. I loved you all along, and I miss you. I miss you. Something, something. But yeah, like it's just like I don't really, I never really understood the whole hate for uh, Nickelback. Yeah. So basically, we're going against the grain here because Nickelback's got heaters. So if you want to hate on Nickelback, that's fine. But you can't sit at my table. 
Yeah, that's how I feel. You know what I'm Until saying? Until you give him a chance, at least. Dude, but, you know, JT and I and Tig, we had a, a chance to interview an awesome, awesome guest Friday evening, um, G Page. You guys are about to hear the entire interview. I think it ran like an hour and 15 minutes. What, what an incredible person to talk to with what he's trying to, um, I guess, change in the education system and, and try to help people gain knowledge in areas that we don't get taught in. You just kind of have to learn throughout life. And by the time you figure it out, you're like 50 or 55 already, probably. So I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. And I know you probably did as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just uh, you got to appreciate Someone who genuinely wants to bring positive change to the community. Absolutely. And I like how he starts with our community. Like, that's how I feel if you want to change anything. You have to start in your neighborhood. You know what I mean? You can't expect to change everyone. You got to start at home. Yeah, and it, it, uh, you know, he's, he's a prime example we've mentioned it on here. Me and dupes have talked about it in depth on the tobacco pipe, but he's a person that took advantage of a negative situation as in the quarantine. Mm -hmm. And he decided that he wasn't going to fucking waste that time. Mm -hmm. That's when he started. He didn't waste his time uh, door dashing like we did. No, he didn't waste his time door dashing. He didn't waste his time bitching about things. He, he, he's educated himself, man. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I, I just want to say first and foremost thanks to G. Um, this interview is sponsored by R Flux phone cases. Um, so the website is rflux.co. Listen, anybody that knows me, or if you don't know me, now you're learning. I'm a big phone case head. A lot of people get addicted to shoes. A lot of people get addicted to candy. I get addicted to phone cases. Don't know why. It's been a thing my entire life. Very very nitpicky on phone cases and one thing that is always very frustrating is normally they are very very high priced with very very shitty quality but um our flux you know came through in the clutch here man they have three different styles they have a mesh style which is what i'm rocking right now the aqua style um there's a frame which is basically like a bumper case with a smoky back or like a cool arctic icy back and then an ultra thin case man these cases start at 19.99 um everybody needs a phone case if you if you're walking around without a phone case like i said earlier you're going to need one eventually as soon as you accidentally drop your phone or almost drop your phone the first thing you're going to think of is a phone case why go to a store and pay 40 or 50 dollars for a phone case that's well, well, well overpriced, when you can go to rflux.co, pick out any of these phone case styles, colors that you want, interchangeable buttons, and then at the checkout, use the code JUICEBOX, capital J, capital B, one word. That is JUICEBOX, capital J, capital B, one word, at checkout for 15% off your entire purchase. Just want to say thank you to rflux. Um, Really, really cool for me because, like I said, I'm, I'm a phone case guy. So, you know, check them out, man. Check them out. Our Flux phone cases, affordable and effective. Enjoy the interview, my babies. My guys, we got a special guest with us tonight. I'm excited to shoot the shit with him. Most of our listeners probably know him, Jeremy G. Page. What's up, my man? How's it going? What's up, bro? How you doing? Good. It's been a while. It's been like years. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, dude. So, 
Personally, I'm very excited to have you on. I, I've mentioned you probably two or three times within the past couple of weeks because from what I'm taking from what you're trying to do, and I know you'll get into it more and explain it to everybody, it's dope that you are trying to educate younger people and even anybody about, like, it's business and finance, right, is, is, is your goal, essentially. Yeah, so essentially it's like, um, you know, the biggest problem in, like, inner city areas, rural areas especially, too, is financial literacy. Like, a lot of people assume... All right, you have to work with your hands your whole life. You have to wake up at the crack of dawn, work on cars all day. And then, you know, like some people, that, that, that shit's like depressing. So the biggest thing that I want to teach people as well, you don't have to go to college. You don't have to go to school. But, like, there are skills in life that you can acquire that will help you not be rich, but you'll be more comfortable. Absolutely. Instead of living paycheck to paycheck, you can go, oh, shit, I don't have to work this week because I got money saved. I'm going to go to the beach. Absolutely. No, it, I feel that. And what my dad always says is, like, I want to be – set up enough to where if we're all out at dinner and there's 20 of us that I can take the tab. You know what I mean? Like, that's goals. It is. Yeah. That's that's like and, and it's like I don't want to I mean of course I want to be rich rich like let's right. be real. But but if I don't get there, I just want to be able to just, you know, treat my friends and treat um people that are out and about and just, you know, we can all hang out and nobody has to worry about money basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so what you kind of said is what I agree with a lot, too. People, like you said, aren't financially literate. Like, some people right. don't know how to do even, like, simple, basic math. So for my job, I work for a tobacco company. Right. And long story short, when you're selling cigarettes, you have to have it at a 7% markup. Mm-hmm. And some people don't even know how to do that at their stores. Right. And that's such a simple thing. And it's sad. I mean, it's sad that... You can learn that, but some people just don't know how to do that kind of stuff, you know? Right. And, and then, like, uh, j- just going off of that, like, uh, I, I hate seeing people get scammed out, man. Mm. There, there are so many people out there like, oh, yeah, bro, check it out. I just made $300 a day. You know, come tap in. You know, subscribe to me. Oh, yeah. But you got to go get five more people to do the same shit. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, that's the biggest red flag because if you look at stocks, like, I can show you all, like, on my phone. Like, which North, is so, that's something I want to get into, yeah, but I just I don't understand it, bro. The biggest thing I did was I went on Google and I was listening to Dave Portney. He 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 said buy pin gaming one day. I said fuck it, I'm gonna buy thirty bucks of it. I look later, two weeks later, it made like ninety dollars already. I'm really? Just like, See, dude, I need to hop on stuff like bro, that. That's man. crazy because right, so here's like my portfolio. Yeah. Show you. What app do you use? So uh, I'm currently using Cash App. You know, okay. like because uh, it was just easier to you know transfer money on there, transfer it out. I also buy Bitcoin too, but. I'm looking to get into Robinhood, too, but that, yeah, that's a different session. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so basically, yeah, Presidente, right? So this is Penn National Gaming. Let the camera guy see it, too. Uh, so basically, like, initially I invested, like, 30 bucks, and then, like, my total game was, like, over $58. Wow. That was after, like, a one, at one point I was like, damn, like, I'm up a lot in my stocks, and, like, I kind of want to buy something. I just took $30 out of that, put it into my savings, you know, just to yeah. Yeah. Know, save like, some money. On. Well, and that's, that's why – you know, it's cool that you want to educate people on that because as you see, we are living in the most perfect example right now than we ever have right. that, you know, at the blink of an eye, shit can shut down. And, and where are you going to find some other source of income? It seems like regardless if the if the world shut down or not, the stock market just keeps churning. Yeah, I mean, because, like, um, the biggest thing that I like is, you know, like uh, – there's been a low morality rate for, you know, Corona. So like, you know, w- with the way the stock market's been, you know, it's, it's essentially like rebounded. Like a lot of people started 
buying more. And if you also look after the stimulus check that a lot of people get, a lot of people actually were smart and invested in the like stocks or like their own personal business. And then um, recently, um, after like the PPE like thing got sent out to like all these yeah, other yeah. businesses, it kind of helped them um, get more employees back in work. So you are going to see the economy go up again. Got you. Yeah. Got you, got you. So, um, no, you're good. So, So, make sure we get get it loud. How did, let's just kind of back it up for a sec. How did you think of this? Like, what what happened in your life where there was the moment to where you were like, this is what I want to do, help other people in this way? This is me, the easiest story, dude. So, like, it was, uh, so this past fall, like, I just ended football, it was my last year. I'm like, all right, because, you know, once you stop playing football, it's like, what the hell do I do with my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, my biggest thing was football wasn't everything. You know, you got to think about your education, all the years I've been in school. So, I was sitting there. It was, uh, it was March. This is, like, after uh, I just went to the Super Bowl through my old school. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. It was crazy. Good time. <laughs> Miami would love it. But uh, <laughs> Miami. <laughs> yeah, so, dude, like, I was just at the Super Bowl. I, I came back to Cal U. Uh, I'm a graduate assistant at the Convocation Center. So we got all these events coming in. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get free T-shirts. I get to be like a manager like all summer, all that shit. Boom, Corona hit. Oh, man. Oh, and, shit. And, and, yeah, so as soon as that happened, it's like all my trips were canceled. Like all the mm-hmm. events we had planned were canceled. They're like, oh, yeah, you're still covered for your J spot. So, ba- But it's like you're basically doing nothing. So yeah. basically I was sitting there. It was back in March. You know, can't go anywhere. Nothing's open. I was like, if I do not – have something in place or have a skill after this quarantine's over, I wasted months of my life. I love that. I feel that, yeah. I love that. Because, like, this was the only time in our lives to where it's been, okay, you're going to be inside for three weeks. What are you going to do? Are you going to focus on yourself? Are you going to look at the bullshit that's going on outside? Are you going to maybe, like, you know, teach yourself another language? I've been teaching myself Greek, by the way. Damn, Damn, Shit's hard. I bet, dude. So, gamoto timanasu. What does that mean? That means, like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) If I learn any Greek, I want to know that. (laughs) So, so before you keep going, that's one thing that, like, fascinates me. And we we touched on it a little bit, is that you are the perfect example of somebody that took this situation and turned it into a positive situation, not only for yourself, but for other people down the road once, once you grow. And, and, you know, for everybody that's listening and for people that still, you know, we might have to go lock up in quarantine again. G is the perfect yeah. example of a person who took advantage of the situation instead of bitched about it. Yeah, because I can be completely honest. I've touched on it here a few times. Um, I'm, I'm normally like an active guy, you know, like I, I like to get out, go for walks, work right. out and that kind of thing. But for some reason, like quarantine, like working from home, I was home all day. You can get lazy, bro. Dude. You know what I mean? And I feel I, I wish I would have. You can't say you wish you would have done something. But, you know, I, I feel like I got into like a I don't want to say I, I got lazy. Yeah. It's easy to get lazy when you're just at home all day. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. And just like uh, going off of that, it, it was just like, you know, the craziest thing about what I'm doing, so it's called the free game, like, web series. Mm-hmm. You know, I did, like, the marketing myself, the research on this, all that stuff. The craziest thing is, like, I had no idea of even turned it into a business. At the time, it was just a hobby thing. Yeah. I'm like, yep. how can I help somebody out? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, if you even look at things like uh, Barstool, if, if, if the way you, if you do a business, if you don't enjoy it, if you're just in it for, like, the money, mm-hmm. then, you know, it's really good. Like, a lot of people are going to get pissed. Your product's not going to have quality. Amen. Stuff takes time. And you really got to enjoy it. Like, I'm, like to everyone out there, you know, 
If you start your business tomorrow, you're not going to make money. It's going to take exactly. waking up every morning, making your product, marketing it, selling it to the same people maybe, hitting up your friends. Like, like I was hitting up you on Twitter, like, hey, man, yeah. here's my, like, you know, T-shirt I'm doing for a good, like, good cause. You want to help out? Regardless if you said yes or no, I kept going. Absolutely. Dude, my, my DMs, I was, I was hitting up people I haven't talked to in 10 years. I'm like, hey, bro, like, you know, I've, I've been checking up on you. I see everything you're doing. You know, if you want to help out, that's good. Like, you know, that's why I was telling people. You Which you did hit. You did hit. Yeah. I, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, <clears throat> if you could just help out a little bit, whatever. Like, and then I asked, like, you don't even got to buy shit. If you could just repost it for me, that's that's the biggest thing. Yep. I was like, you don't got to buy nothing. If yeah. you could just repost it on your, your story, I can get more clicks, more yep. people seeing it. That's what's saving. Yeah, exposure is that's the big thing. Yes. That's kind of like what we try to do. And I like how you said, um, you know, if you're gonna start something just to make money, that's not really the mindset to have. You you gotta right. try to make it a hobby, like you said, it becomes your hobby. And then the dream is your hobby becomes the way you make money, and right. and it's something you actually enjoy, and I, you can put more of your heart into it when it's something like you really care about you yeah know? just a quick question for you like how many views did y'all have after your first podcast mm. or how many listens or how many people retweeted well, it? you know it's you know it's weird just being honest with you our first episode me and jake it was just me and jake first our first episode had a lot it blew up on soundcloud oh it, like, it was weird not blew up but like it was for us for us it blew but, up you know what I mean? yeah yeah but but it was that first one and then I could say almost a year now we've had like the same amount of listens, right? But it's something you just got to keep working on, keep posting, keep sharing, right? And, you and, know, and you know the biggest thing about y'all, uh, I think you had what Kyle Bauer on here, yeah, too? yeah, and Nick, yeah. I used to wrestle him in high school. Like I took him down probably twice, my <laughs> whole career. So I, I, I got that on him. But, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, like with you guys, you know, keep it like you guys are keeping it diverse, and like whenever you guys get people. You never know. Like, the person you had on your show last week could go win the lottery next mm -hmm. week, and you could be like, oh, shit, he was on our show. And then he's like, hey, guys, uh, here's a meal just to, you know, fix up that place. Let's get a couple exactly. more cameras yeah. in there. So you never know where a person from your show is, like, going to be later in life. Well, and that's why I say it all the time. They've said it, too. All it takes is one person mm -hmm. to listen. Right. It takes one person to see, and it takes that person to even listen for five minutes of a snippet of an episode for us specifically to hear right. what they like. And then it just keeps going. And that's why, you know, we've kind of set a personal goal. I'd say we're trying to get local people on our podcast to promote what they're doing. Like we had Karina on shout out. Love you, Co. Right. I heard the restocks happening, you know, char house just opened up and now we wanted you to come on because the cause and what you're trying to do for me personally is amazing because we don't get that training. Yeah. Anybody does not get that training. Like I would have loved growing up in high school, grade school, even college and learning about where I should be actually putting my money instead of getting the feeling that fresh out of college, I'm going to hit this job and you know, everything's going to be peachy because that's what, in my opinion, everybody was taught growing up. 100% right. It's crazy. <laughs> like, 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 literally, it's crazy because, you know, it's like, it's a topic. It's, it's not fun. It's not, you know, it's it's rather boring. I got my economics for manager book here. This is one of the most boring things I've ever read in my life. But the information in there will show you, like, why places are poor, why certain products have 30% markup, like, shit like that. It's just like, 
like uh, it really gets it dives so deep into like uh, um, supply and demand, like uh, production functions. It, it, it's just crazy because now that I actually like grinded like a month into it because mm-hmm. you know summer class, I'm like, damn, it's like I almost like it now. I'm I'm re I'm like listening to like economics podcasts. I'm doing like research on Google. I'm like, oh, like after like the initial part was boring, I didn't like it, but then after a while, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. That's why I want to bring this into places where kids are like, oh man, like I'm just gonna. Like, I just got football, or maybe, like, oh, maybe I can just go sell drugs or something. Maybe I can just, maybe I don't got to work hard, you know what I'm yep. saying? Just give them an idea, all right, if you like money, here's here's the language for money. Economics, that is, like, the language of money. If you can learn that language, money. It's true. Like, seriously. Yeah. And, uh, it, 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 honestly, you, you can't say it any better, because, you know, I, I know I keep saying it, and I've said it before, but. When you have a dollar and you're a young guy who's in college who's thinking, okay, I got four years to party my ass off. I'm going to spend this dollar on alcohol. Right. When in reality, you could split the dollar, spend this much money on a beer and that much money in the stock market or investing in something to where next year that dollar might turn into $5. 100%. Man. Yeah. I like what you said, though, about not – some people like they want want but don't want to work hard for it dude it's it's it, it, especially our age group of people dude yes. it's it's i don't know what it is but like our group of people want everything i'll, I'll, so, I'll tell you what it is mm-hmm. it's complacency people become so complacent like either either someone had everything handed to them their whole yeah, life yeah. or someone was just like you know like you know people always try like they always want to play the victim yeah, yeah. they always want to say oh i did this and that oh i look like this is why i didn't get that but at the end of the day, like, you do got to push yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, my uh, freshman year of high school, I didn't have grades to do sports. That was my first big wake-up. I went to Coach Doc's office. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting ready for the track meet. He's like, oh, no, uh, you had, like, a 1.8. I was thinking, like, oh, shit. I cannot play track right now. Like, I, you know, all my friends are like, where's G at? Where's G at? So that whole spring, I just worked out, did whatever. Then my sophomore year, had, like, a pretty good year. Like, I, I, like my GPA was, like, 2.3. But then the coaches pull me in. They're like, "Yo, like colleges are starting to call you." Hell yeah! And they're like, "They're like, your GPA is dog shit." Like, what's you, <laughs> what's that feeling like? Do, like, like that feeling like they hit me first. The coaches cared. You know, coaches are father figures. Love coaches, and like like after that, that's when it hit me. Like, damn, like I could go to college. Yep. I could get free college at the time when I was a sophomore. That was my first year of playing. And I, I like I didn't take it as serious. But then once the, you know they start telling me. You can get your school paid for. You can go places. You can, you know, leave the valley and experience a whole different world. Because, you know, like, if you go anywhere, it's a whole different culture shock. Absolutely. And then, like, you know, after that, like, um, junior year, got my grades right, started doing better, doing all this. Um, after my senior year, I, like, won, like, the Huff Award or whatever. I had, like, a couple D1 looks, nothing like concrete. But I had another op school because my ACT score was so low, I was um, a I was like uh, halfway uh, qualified to where I, like I had a mandatory uh, red shirt my first year of college. Gotcha. Like, it wasn't my personal like choice, but it was like my great like like my ACT score was so low that like that was my uh, my second like okay yeah now the ACT score says you're not technically supposed to even be in college. What are you gonna do? So after that, it's just been snowball. I right, like always make sure my grades were good. Oh, and it's it, it was never just the two It's like three point three and above. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's all I wanted because like. It's just, like, I don't know. Like, I just got tired of just, like, people, like, having excuses. And I just, like, all right, this is all I got to do. 
nothing's going to hurt me if I just do it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, in, in everybody's defense, yours and mine, the ATC's a son of a bitch. It's way too damn early. It's like, it's like 8 a.m., and, bro, I kid you not, um, I took it like three or four times. Like, one, on one of the times, like, the lady, like, I came in there, I'm signed in, paid the money. I didn't have my ID. Oh, oh no. Shit. She literally said, yeah, sorry, can't take it. I'm oh, just my like, gosh. It's already, like, 9 in the morning. I'm just like, damn. <laughs> like, yeah. I just got to go home. And you know when you're in high school and you got to wake up that yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's not practice or nothing. It's like, damn. Well, <laughs> especially because we're that young, too, and it's like. That's a commitment, bro. It <laughs> is, and it's like we don't even realize like that what this is it's like oh we got to go take the act you know what i mean like you don't realize like what you're doing at the time we're so young you know well and it's hard to sit there for four or five hours without you get like what one or two bathroom breaks you run through these sessions and you just expect young i mean i guess we're considered young adults but come the fuck on like you expect young adults to sit there for five hours and take a test and not just be like, okay, I know this last section's coming up. I can fill in the answers and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> bro, like, <laughs> it's true, like, though. <laughs> bro, bro, with me, like, I literally brought a knife to a gunfight because, like, um, I wasn't the smartest kid in high school, right? So, like, I, I never took trigonometry. Uh-huh. And they had a lot of trig on the ACT. Yeah. And I'm looking, I'm like, Dude. I've never taken this mm-hmm. in my life. I, like, I, I literally took algebra one, algebra two. <laughs> I've never taken trig or calculus. I'm just like. All right, this this shit's not fair. I've never I've never taken this in all my years of high school. Why I got it now? Literally, that it the whole AC, math part of the ACT is freaking trig stuff. I've never taken trig it, in my it, life. Yeah. I still have not. Sine, <laughs> cosine, all that stuff. I remember it's like that was the basis of the whole the whole math, math section. It was. That's what and I mean. Like, that's the area I struggled. So mm-hmm. that's why my shit was like a fifteen or a, no, it was a sixteen. The sixteen is the highest I got in the ACT. Well, I mean, I got, I think I got a 16 and 17. Like I, I didn't, maybe, maybe it was like a 17 or 18, but it wasn't, it wasn't high. Yes. Like, and bro, it was crazy. Cause like that really makes you feel dumb compared to a lot of your friends. Absolutely. Like, all my friends are like, oh yeah, I got 22. I got 26. I'm like, fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Like, uh, like, and you're over here. You don't want to tell them your score. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, I got a well, 16. And it was two. I, there was. What was it? You had to get like an 18 or maybe it was a 19 or 20 to get the promise. Oh, too. yeah. So like say if I would have stayed in state, didn't play any football or whatever, like I did not have the academic qualifications to get the promise. So I would have just been like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, just punch me in the stomach. Off. So yeah. what, what's your what's your take on all that? And like student loans and every, like what? Because since you're getting into numbers and everything like that, right. it's something we we just touched on on the tobacco pipe, which will be out on Wednesday, that it's wild how everybody goes to school and, you know, you get the perception that you're going to come out of school and be able to pay these loans off. And in reality, you know, it's taken, I think, 13, 20 years to pay off loans. Well, well, well dude, the biggest thing is, if, if you look at the numbers, I was uh, I was uh, listening to Marketplace the other day. I was doing my own research. The uh, the college market, it is a business. Like, oh, a lot sure. of people don't realize that it's a business, right? So after the 2008 financial uh, crisis, okay. the funding of um, colleges got basically cut in half. It, it's a third of what it was before the 2008 financial crisis. That's why tuition rates have gone up. That's why prices skyrocketed because they're just not funded at all damn okay so yeah the money that they that the money that these schools get today through funding that's why like a lot of state schools will be like you know kind of bs majors kind of you know it'll just be like um 
like a, a yoga degree or something like that will like be the, like the main topic because they just don't get the funding or have the accreditation to bring in you know, higher, le higher level, like, professors and even students. And it just sucks because they're just not funded at the end of the day. Damn. So I'm going to pull a word out that I haven't said on the pod in a while. I'm going to piggyback <laughs> off of that. <laughs> You're a football guy. Uh, that's where I was going right. with it. If these schools don't play football, how many of these schools aren't going to be open next year? Dude, and I, I, I'm so, like, I'm not, like, pro-mask. I'm, like, pro-like, all right, if, if, if I need a mask, come to the store, I'll wear one. Yeah, Amen. That's how I shit like that. I, I don't care. If you're like, oh, yeah, gee, you can go to the bar. You'll have your own little section. Just wear a mask until you get there. I'll be like, yeah, I'll do that. I, I, I'm that type of guy. Absolutely. But, dude, like, looking at myself, like, when I started those tweets and I thought about it, I was like, damn, if, if, if like, my senior year, like, that's, like, um, when I, I got, like, a lot of exposure, like, a lot of stuff. Like, I was lucky to have offers after my junior year. Yeah. But I can only imagine, like, the kids are, like, all right, like, their senior year could change their life. Their senior year could get them that one offer that's going to pay for school. And to, and to say, like, you know, that these kids are basically, like, a big, like, FU. And then even, like, um, I think, like, uh, another area that got, like, messed up was um, – you look at like Elijah Bell. Like yes. He was supposed to have his pro day, the HBCU one in Miami. This is going to be like one of like the uh, the bigger you know pro days because it had a lot more coverage to where like some of these small school guys could like you know actually get a shot now due to like Corona and all that stuff. He never got to have that pro day. Oh so damn! If you, if you even look at that level, like imagine you know like the possible financial loss there if he doesn't like, get picked up, all because of one you know virus said all right. Your pro day's over, and it's like, damn, like, what are you supposed to do now? There's no, like, insurance plan for these guys. Yeah. Just, like, just like the high school seniors, like, okay, basically they're, like, tough titties. You're, you're, you're not getting an offer, but you're like, damn, like, I can play ball. I, I, like, I'm trying to earn a scholarship. Like, you got to put something in place for them. Absolutely. And I'm just going to keep it 100. How did he not get drafted? Yeah, I, I was I, truly shocked by that. I mean, like, uh, honestly, at the end of the day, it's all about <clears> – <throat> exposure and like small schools you know what i'm saying so like these big like um nfl like execs besides the patriots the patriots will get every small school guy yeah 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 but like it, it sucks because when, when you're not on prime tv every week you know and this guy's broken like every record hbcu like he's you know, well he he, he was for your starter you know? he was leading in touchdowns the one year when david sells had like All, you know like it, it, it that that's what blows my mind and, and what's crazy like it, it pisses me off because I wish out of every bone in my body, and I know it probably had something to do with Dana because Dana wasn't good recruiting yeah. in-state. Oh, but if he was at WVU, yeah. I mean, imagine. I was going to say, I wish. I wish Neil Brown had been the coach because Neil Brown would 100%. You picked him up so quick. Oh, so quickly, dude. In two seconds. That would have been so cool. So were you a junior or a senior when you guys won the state championship? So um, I actually wasn't on the team. Like So, like uh, – like my my senior year, the furthest we got were the semifinals. The okay. Year, year after that, they uh, made it to the playoffs, and then the year after that, they went to the the championship and won. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't on that team. I, I basically kind of started it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he I, built it. Well, I mean, I imagine you were probably there, but that was one of like yeah. the most packed I've ever seen oh, yeah. Wheeling Bro, Island. And that I, was like, cool. And like you, you know, like West Virginia, like we pride ourselves on our college teams. We pride ourselves on the Nailers. We pride ourselves on any sport here, right? Yep. So, being that we don't have, like, our Pittsburgh series, we don't have, like, whatever. Like, games like that, you'll see the whole town. And, like, that was the first time in my life I'm like, damn, the state championships at Wheeling Island. Yeah. Like, I, I live right around the corner. I'm going to that. I got I had to get there early, bro. Next thing you know, I'm like, there's, like, over 10,000 people here. Yeah, me, Jake, my dad, I can't remember who I else. I think it was just us three. 
we ended up having to stand like on the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> We Literally did. on the side Bro, there, you know. Come it, on, like yeah. that was our first time in the playoff in the state championship since like Coach Boogie and all them back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. So you know it was going to be like oh 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 of course it was basically a sold out game and yeah. kicked their ass. We won. Yeah, that was one that for, was well, one for willing, man. Yeah, yeah. right. So that was, was super super cool. And I, I just remember standing on the stairs, looking around and like looking at my dad and talking to JT and just telling them and thinking I've never seen that place that packed and that rowdy and it was very cool rooting on a local team like imagine if we had like a small you know like imagine if wvu was here or like something like that it was that kind of atmosphere bro, bro. literally and, and, and you know it's crazy because like it's not like brooke was in there or anything or like jm <laughs> it's like it's parks playing at the, and it's like you know a lot of people get mad because like that, that's our home field could you imagine playing like uh, imagine the vikings would have played at home Back that, in their Super Bowl. That was wild, and I will never forget watching that Stefan Diggs, like, catch at the end. Mm-hmm. And, dude, oh, dude, I know. that it's That's fucking crazy. But I want to bring it up because you said it yourself. I'm learning about it due to all this coronavirus stuff, right. watching TV and everything like that. You said you wanted to dabble in politics a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, like, uh, basically my whole approach to that is, like, the only way you can change, like, your community, change, you know, like, your area, you know, is, like, you, you got to get into politics some way, either through your organizations that, that, that you can directly give funding to somebody. Say, like, if I started my business and, like, uh, I know I can, like, give $10,000 to, like, to build a community center. Yeah, yeah. 100%, like, love that. But, like, you know, the biggest thing with, po- like, politics is, like, you can be the first person to say, okay, we got this project coming to willing to help these people. We, we have all these new, like, you know, places opening up. We have all these new procedures to help people out, you know. So I just think the biggest way to do it, you have to become, like, somewhat politics. Yeah, yeah. because you, you hear people, especially now, they're saying the way to change um, the way that politics <coughs> are going now is to start local. Yes. Because the local is what will go to state, and then that would be adapted to, like, yes. the whole nation. Yeah, so I agree with that. It kind of goes back to what I said how people don't people want 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 but don't want to work for it right to get change you literally do have to start in your own communities you can't like start you know thinking you're going to change the whole world you got to start small and build that your way up you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure absolutely so let's let's touch on free game let's go back to there (coughs) are are you are you starting like your own YouTube series? Like, just just kind of give us. Yeah. So uh, basically, what I've been doing with that, like, um, I wanted to get the message out as quick as possible. Like, everybody, wake up, stop falling in these scam traps. You know, actually save your money. Stop buying dumb shit. Because like um, me, you know, um, like the biggest thing I want to do is like help people out. The best way to do that is help them save money. Because you could save so much. Like, you don't gotta buy like a three hundred and fifty dollar t shirt. Yeah. Like me, like all my shirts, like I'm a whole entire outfit on today. This is all given me by the uh, Cal football team. This is like my camp pack or whatever. Yeah. So, like, the biggest thing is, like, um, how can I help people save money? How, how can I help bring back economic value to Willing? Because, like, you know, since you guys have been in the Willing area, what's been our biggest thing? Like, honestly, the, tell me, what's the biggest thing y'all have seen come to Willing? I, I'm going to tell you guys mine, though. I mean, the, the biggest thing that I've ever seen Sheets. come to Wheeling. <laughs> Sheets. So that was Literally. two. My, my one was Cabela's. Oh, yeah. Cabela's is huge. But, but you got to think, not everyone's a hunter. That's true. You you're, know, right. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. A lot of people don't fish. I actually got a $250 fishing fine up in Lake Erie. No way. That's why I don't fish anymore. Was you it because you didn't have the... It, you got to have two. You got to have a PA license and a Lake Erie uh, tags. Really? 
Yes, because yeah. it's, it's a great lake. Okay, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. But yeah, you're right. I mean, other than Sheets and Cabela's, I mean, what? And, and then it, yeah. if, you, if you look at the Highlands, it's like we have a whole bunch of food places. We have a whole bunch of food places. I'm glad they just opened up that, that complex up at the Highlands. Really That's cool. dope. That's going to bring in some good money. But at the same time, the question is, what has been brought to Willing? That's the Highlands. You know, like you have to drive 10, 15 minutes. You're right. Or if you want to go shopping, shopping, you have to drive 10, 15 minutes to St. C. When's the last time you saw something in Willing that was like, oh, I can go right on the corner and I'm at like Tanger Outlets. You know? No, that that's true. And I've never really thought about that. You know, like luckily for me, we grew up in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So my, my mm-hmm. parents live next door now. But right. when we grew up, we were up there in that corner. Right. So we always had Kroger here. Kroger here. So for thinking about that, I never really thought about it. But you're right. When like it would be cool if I could drive down the street and walk in and buy a new like pair of jeans, shoes, um, everything. So I, right. I don't know. Um, yeah, that I, I agree. I'm with you. So you, you, uh, you mentioned the new sports complex up at the Highlands. Right. What do you think about that? Dude, <clears throat> the biggest thing is like put more shit like that, bro. Yeah. Because the more you can get athletes here, the mm-hmm. more you can bring their business here. Because like, you know, if you look at the, what was the, the Rough Riders? Yeah, the Rough Riders. Teams, like they won the championship. Yeah. And when you're in a small town and you keep going to a championship, regardless of how big it is, remember this is West Virginia. We don't have a true you know NFL pro team. I agree. Shit like that, I'm going to. Oh, like, yeah. I remember the Nailers were in the national championship like uh, two years ago. Oh, no, th- so that was uh, the, three the, or four years ago. Yeah. And, it wasn't and, that long ago, was it? Yeah. But, well, oh, it, it, it was two or three. Was it really? I yeah, thought it was more it, recent. It was, it was yeah. real recent. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I was probably lost in the sauce, but I was there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I remember going there in the Rough Riders and things like that, and you are right. That that does bring people together. So why don't we try to get, like, a like a music venue? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's what I was even saying. I guess West Banco, it's a little too small to have any big concerts there, but I was talking to Chance, you know, Chance Sabita. Yeah, yeah. He works for the Nailers. And I was asking him, like, obviously they don't do stuff like that there, but I always wondered why aren't there more things in West Bank Arena other than Nailers, Rough Riders? Why can't they right. have, you know, you know, like, a, you know, a little concert or just anything in there? And, and, you know, the biggest thing that they have to do is, like, all right, like, what's going to get people here? Maybe you make it into, like, an open dance place one weekend. Yeah, yeah. Where it's maybe it's just like just for high schoolers. Absolutely. You know, you give them like another like home, like another like homecoming like event, but you just charge like ten bucks a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just just like little things like that. Mm-hmm. E- or even like open up to like a local talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like just just try little things to get the idea going that okay, like let's spend more money in Wheeling. Let's stop going to Pittsburgh. Let's stop going here. Let's bring more money back into the valley. That's why um, I was in support of like the whole GCMP like project thing. That's like. That's currently like uh, being like uh, proposed to Willing. What, what's that? It's it's so basically I was talking to um, to Kevin Corn yesterday. He's like one of the guys a part of it. So um, I'll actually just pull it up. On my yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah. So basically, like imagine Tanger Outlets in Willing, West Virginia, right by Sheets. That'd be sick. And, and it's like um, a lot of people are you know against it because they're like um, they're like oh it's gonna mess up the land things like that. But you know sometimes you do gotta break a couple eggs yeah. to bring value back here. Like if you and like. If you look at me, like um, I'm like I'm, I'll be doing my MBA in December, and I'm really contemplating moving back to Willing. So I'm like, okay, I can move here, start my business. But at the end of the day, if I want to have fun, I'm going to Pittsburgh. I'm going somewhere else. I do not want to be here long term if there's nothing like really, you know, to grow. And yeah, and I, I feel like Wheeling, like the Wheeling area, 
to touch on what you're saying, a lot of people don't want to change anything. Like the older generations, like Dude. like how it is, don't want anything big, like a Tanger outlets or anything. It's just like Wheeling so, has been so stuck in its ways. If you look up the population decline, it's been it's down nine percent in the last Dude, decade. I mean, I mean, you know, you know, Tig, you know, how many kids do we know? That we grew up with are saying, "Man, I'm moving out of Wheeling as soon as I can." I Everybody know. says that. Everyone, and and everyone does. They're always like, "Well, it's probably like that everywhere," but it's not though, because yeah. if if we grew up in a place where, talking about here in Wheeling, where you did have something that you could walk to, you know, you you did have something that Dude. you could look forward to going to on the weekends. That's not like you said, 15, 20 minutes away. And, and it's like, like. Like, uh, the biggest thing in high school, what do you do? You go to the movies, right? Mm. You, yes, sir. You're trying to pick up a girl from a different school. You're like, all right, let's go to the movies. <laughs> you got to drive all the way up to the Highlands. And you know when you're in high school, you're like, I don't feel like driving that far. If you told me, oh, yeah, there's a movie theater right next to Sheets, you know how, like, oh, yeah. you know how many, like, I would what? go. You know how many girl traffic I would have got? <laughs> All right, baby, look, we're going we're, to we're go to the movies, go to Sheets, and then what you trying to do? <laughs> so what, what do you think personally because – I, I think one of the biggest things West Virginia could do would be to bring in and legalize the whole cannabis stuff here. Dude, we have the best soil for it. I, I only have my weed book here because I actually want to get into, like, you know, either um, the cultivation of cannabis or, like, open up my own dispensary because the economic value is insane, and you can tax the hell out of it. So, like, if you have all these roads that have potholes, you're like, oh, yeah, weed tax, that's money for that. If you want better community centers, up, oh, weed tax, more for that. And it goes right to the school systems. So that's why, like, that's, like, thousands of jobs. Yeah. Like, and I, like, um, I was looking at um, Colorado's model. Like, as soon as they legalize it, crime dropped 10%. I can see that. Crime dropped 10%. They added 30,000 jobs in one year. Wow. That, I mean, it's that's crazy. Like, yeah. like, that's, like, one year. And, and, and then the market value for it. By um by 2040, it's going to be over. They're estimating between 40 to 60 billion dollars. That's how much it's going to be worth, and it's it's growing every year. Yeah. Well, and and I this is my personal opinion. I think the disconnect is is that we live in a place specifically here locally that does have an older oh, um like I'm, I'm population. about to get into this. And <laughs> I I think the biggest disconnect is, and I guess I can't kind of blame them. They grew up listening to the media and these news outlets to where it's a stigma, man. They they thought that everything's a hundred percent. So they grew up on the drug war where weed so. But I mean, like co we're not talking about like cocaine and shit like that. But in the beginning, where weed was so bad, they have a stigma against it where they don't realize if you look into it and realize the benefits of CBD oil for it's younger been around kids. for thousands of years. Yeah, and, and and it's it, it's just I I just I want to kind of challenge people that don't know the benefits of it to look into it because have you yeah. tried cbd that, that stuff's good dude i sell it for yeah, work yeah that, it's it's literally you're like damn so this is just the non-psychoactive part uh particle of like weed you're like wow i had no idea yeah so it, so there's that ah fuck i can't remember what it's called down um down in morgantown right on university there there's that that little appalachian weed cannabis so I stopped there a few weeks ago because my mom has been getting my grandma. She has she has bad legs. Right, been getting the the CBD salve. Yeah, the salve, mm -hmm. and she says it helps her so much. You know what I mean? And, and 
And you know, um, now I'm going to go into my spiel about love that story. Do it, bro. Now Let's I'm going go. to my spiel about all this. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> about time I get a platform to like. Let's yeah. go, man. Yeah, you man. can come whenever yeah, you want, yeah, man. You know how hard it is to like try to rant on Twitter without getting like. Just like feeling like an asshole. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you know, Joe Rogan says it the best. Twitter, bro, you got to stay off that Dude. shit for arguing. Oh, but you that's can't. why podcasts are so big yeah. because us three and Tig over there in the corner, we're sitting here having a conversation. Yeah, and you and don't we, got some troll going, hey, yeah. that's not right. Yeah, hey, yeah. shut up. All right, dive into it. Yeah. All right, Let's so, go. Like, so, so the biggest thing you said about us being like backwards and us being like that, you got to think about what West Virginia is. You know, it's a beautiful place. People love it. You know, like, the people here are the friendliest people. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they love their community, all that shit. But, like, the biggest problem we have is the, the, the opioid uh, epidemic, right? Yep. We all know about that. It goes from opioids to heroin. Yep. If you look at West Virginia, uh, pharmaceutical, uh, pharmaceutical companies are so big here, they're making a killing off of all of the um, heroin um, so there's like a drug. It like gets you off of heroin. I'm trying to... I know the name. I can't remember exactly. what it so, is. But, all right. So we, we, like, we all know the idea of it. So basically... Suboxone. Yeah, suboxone, right? So, like, so imagine, imagine you're a big pharmaceutical company. You're like, all right, West Virginia population just under two mil. A lot of people are addicted to heroin. What's the first thing you're gonna do as a big pharmaceutical company? Let me get in there and give them the cure to it. But people don't realize once they get off of suboxone, they they uh, get right back on the heroin. Yep. Now the best alternative. I was just working with this guy. Uh, I'm like a um, I'm like a uh, landlord kind of like community assistant up at the apartments I lived at, we were doing this job or whatever, just, you know, moving, like, uh, couches. This guy's like, oh, man, like, I can't wait to go home and smoke a blunt. I was like, oh, that's cool, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, I got my medical card. He said, I'm actually, like, two to three years off of heroin because of his medical card. He's like, man, the cops pulled me over, like, four times, had to give me my weed back, and, you know, he's like, I'm just happy, like, you know, I, I fought those demons off, and I can still see my kids. Mm. Absolutely. Because, like, the problem is, like, if we have a lot of people on heroin, and you're like, all right, the best thing to get you off a drug, here's another drug. Yeah. Give them weed and be like, oh, I don't have the urge to put a needle in me. I don't have the urge to, like, doze off in my chair and don't know where my kids are. Just, just give them, like, and there's so many different ways. There's CBD. There's THC. And you don't have to smoke it anymore. You could eat it. Like yep. Some people prefer edibles. Some people the per, um, prefer, like, the cartridges and things like that. So, like, my biggest thing is we can bring jobs back to the area, but ultimately we can save lives. You guys are look up, like, the opioid uh, death rate here. It's, it's, it's cra- probably bad. It's, it's crazy, man. It's it makes you sad because you're like, damn. Imagine if all those people that are in poverty that can get drugs real easy because the like drug dealers, like um, the biggest thing about drugs, they will always be in poor communities because people in poor areas um, are more likely more likely to commit crimes. So like, um, it's just crazy because just imagine you can bring thirty thousand jobs back to our state. You can actually start growing companies here because our soil is so good. We have so much room to put giant weed farms. And then, and before you know it, you're like, boom, West Virginia just made $5 billion this year. Boom, West Virginia just got a professional team. You're like, boom, W's in the Big Ten. Boom. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. No. Just, you're like, wow, what the hell happened? It's a chain reaction. I, you know, it's, it's like. I feel it. And it was just like the big thing with gambling, too. Like, yeah. how much money the states made off gambling. You know, there there are there are bad stigmas around marijuana, and there are bad stigmas around gambling. There's bad stigmas around anything, and, you know? and gambling should be the perfect example. Yes, for for this because, like, for myself, you know, 
I, I get bad anxiety, and I know sometimes I put it on myself, but a lot, you know, a lot's happened last year. You, you, you just, you have all these things that happen to you. Anything and, can and, happen, And bro. I don't want to get mm-hmm. on anxiety medicine because I know where that route goes. It makes you more paranoid and gives you more anxiety. Mm-hmm. Now, if I could walk in a store like I just did and buy one of these cartridges and, and use that, in the evenings to dial down and just you know, chill, o- bro. The only yeah. thing that's going to happen is I'm going to get more fat because your boys eat. <laughs> <laughs> there are worse things you could be doing, though, right? Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could be out there hooked on PCP. Yeah. You know, stripping. Yeah. <laughs> I might, man. Like, for real, you never know. So yeah, I'm glad you can do that because even I'd be like faced like with anxiety and stress, dude. Like. It li- like imagine I went from hobby to people are trying to sponsor my business. People are trying to like they want to network with me. They want me to speak. They want me to you know do this and that. And on top of that, I got class. I've been struggling, dude. Like uh, I've been doing a lot of meditation and yoga. Yep. Because I've had to. Because there would be days where I'm like I'm stressing the fuck yeah. out. And I'm just like, all right. I just put on this dude like uh, Deepak Copra. He just starts with one of these. <sighs> the best. Welcome. <laughs> what did I tell you, Jake? I told him, Jake, because he always, I mean, everyone has their own anxieties, yeah, right? Yeah. But oh, yeah, I yeah. told Jake, I was like, because I was like, dude, stop, take 10 deep breaths, and you will feel better. You know and I, mean? I so, do it. Yeah. And you said you meditate. Dude. I, what I, do you do? Because that's. Bro, bro, I, bro, literally, I go on YouTube. I'm about to play it for you right now. I'm going to play like a minute of it, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this is a 10-minute meditation. I shared this on Facebook, too. I'm using Facebook for a lot of business stuff. I've, no, I, I like I Facebook. Feel it. I'm on Facebook. Like, literally, when I get on Facebook, it's all right. Post maybe an old picture, maybe throw up an economics comment, throw up something about my business, get out. Because, dude, like, I'll scroll up. It'll hole. be, fuck you, no, yeah. fuck you. All these, I'll be like, damn, everyone's business is out there. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. Well, and, and that's kind of what you said about you have people reaching out to you, wanting to sponsor, wanting to help you. That's one big thing that I like about everything that's growing now in terms of like this podcast and what you're doing because we can all help each other i'm definitely gonna be back by the way for yeah. sure cool. and, and, get, yeah. get, get and that give, back. give each other the platform where you know some of my fans might not know who you are right. and some of your fans might have no fucking clue oh, who we are because you know i'm retweeting the hell out of that <laughs> yeah, and, and you know if we all help each other and all these younger um, entrepreneurs, local people, if we all get together and help each other work, I mean, that's how we grow. That's how we make a name. And that's why I like what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah. And you know, you know, Willing used to be the state capital, right? Yes. But the reason why they, they, they uh, took it out of here because, oh, like there's too much hills. So we, like we can't put a mall here and shit like that. That's why they go to Charleston. That's why Charleston has the big ass mall. That's why the Capitol buildings are, you know, it's just more, they had, they had more room, more infrastructure to build stuff. Now that's why I'm like, all right, now, now that the, the 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 biggest thing going now is people want to shop somewhere with a crazy ass view. People want to be like, "Damn, I'm at a mall on top of Mount Everest." Yep. You know what I'm saying? And willing, we're like, we got all these yep. big mountains. Yep. With nothing there, like you know, I, I'm the biggest eco friendly guy. But if we can maybe put like a nice views big, are big, man. You know, they are. You're right. Everyone loves a good view. Yeah. Right, before we get into that, I'm just playing. Yeah. Of it. Yeah, but, yeah. Go ahead. Go Juice Box Pod Meditation Session. Um. No, I'm just kidding. That's me. It's the music, man. Hey, hey, camera dude, I want you to try it. I forgot your name, but I want you to try it. <laughs> Everybody breathe. Listen quietly. Close your eyes. And be comfortable in a chair with a backrest. Keep your feet on the ground. See, just imagine. Keep your hands 
You gotta try. <laughs> and just observe your breath. As you observe the breath with your eyes closed, your experience of the breath is just a sensation. A sensation arises, is experienced, and then it subsides. This is the nature of all experience. All experience is either a sensation or a perception, I love or an image, voice. or a feeling, or a thought. I actually watched this documentary about like uh, psychedelics on Netflix. It was like one of the guys. Who, so who who is this guy? So here you go. So you guys kind of get the message. Oh yeah. Like yeah. He, honestly, when he starts talking, you're like, I'm sinking in, and then like I'll skip it a little bit. That's where it causes suffocation. Yeah, he starts talking about like, all right, think about all, everything wrong in your life. Think about all the bad stuff. Think about all that. And this is as your eyes close. He goes, now imagine all that negative shit just melts away. I kid you not. Whenever you like, whenever you really listen to it and the music's playing and he's talking, I'm just like, I'm just like, damn. I feel everything negative like going on in my body. And the craziest he, th- the craziest thing that he says, once you're really deep in like awareness, he says, all right. At this point, you are truly aware to your awareness. You know that, like, right now, you control everything in your mind. It, it, it's just anything that's in your mind, you chose it to be there. Hmm. So he'll say, all right, like, breathe in. Think of the word soul. And when you breathe out, think of hmm. Just say that in your head. I, I kid you not, like, every time, like, a negative comment would try to come in, it would, like, kick it out the way. It's crazy. And, I'm trying that shit. <laughs> Ten minutes. Change yeah. your whole day. And I want to say, because you seem like a guy that will agree with this, hopefully, but how much is how much importance is it to just put your phone down and go sit outside uh, for at least uh, 20 minutes uh, a day? Dude, dude, see, like for me, yeah, that's my addiction, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that's what I've been fighting with because like, like I'll, I'll be sitting there with my girl and she'll be like, you're always on your phone. I'm like, yeah, you're right. And she's foreign too. She's straight from Cyprus. Oh so, damn. Yeah, she's she like, have an accent. Big accent. Fuck. Yeah, she's, <laughs> Did you meet her at school? Dude, like, uh, yeah, I met her at school right before I left. Fell in love, basically. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And dude, like, what threw me off was like, you know, she's crazy, crazy as hell. I love her, but she's crazy. And she's like. <laughs> You're always on your fucking phone. I'm like, you know what? You're right. She said, you're so addicted to your phone. You wake up in the morning. First thing you do is check your phone. I'm like, you're right. So the last couple, like last like week, I've just been like, you know, all right. So whenever I get the urge to like, you know, be on my phone, I just put it down. Yeah. As soon as I feel like, damn, I've been on this random, uh, I've been on Twitter scrolling for like yeah. two minutes. I put it down. See, I, I feel I want to do that. But it's hard, it, bro. It is hard, especially for like you and us because it, one point we're promote we're trying to promote, promote all of our stuff. Yes, but then when you're on there promoting, it's so easy, especially Facebook, like you said, get trapped in something. I mean, you can you can be scrolling for hours. You get trapped in the retweets. Yes, and the, dude. And good job, man. Loved your podcast. And you know the the biggest you know, the biggest companies like Barstool they always respond to like people. Yep. They always respond to like funny tweets. That's what you got to do. People love consumer engagement. Whenever you can talk to your consumers, they feel like like um. Imagine if you go to a restaurant, your waitress doesn't talk to you. Yeah, yeah. You're like, fuck that, no tip. Imagine you go to your restaurant, you're drinking your drink, it's halfway, they're like, oh, here's more water. Yeah. Oh, you want some more cheddar biscuits? Mm-hmm. You sure? Are you all right? I would love some. Yeah, you want some? All right, bet. They're coming out right now. Yep. And w- once you engage with your, like, your target market, like, I promise you, you like, uh, that's why they always say customer service is the best thing. 
stay engaged with your audience and you will see positive things. Yeah. I promise. And that's why I love that you keep bringing up Barstool because like what people don't realize is yes, Dave Portnoy is crazy. Yes. He Dave do, Portnoy he, he's allowed to be is an mm-hmm. asshole. And yes, he said things that he probably shouldn't have, mm-hmm. but what he's doing is he's getting everybody involved, bro. You're absolutely right. And my, my biggest thing about him is like, um, I love like satire shit. I love black comedy. I love Dave Chappelle. So he's like, great, like, like race stuff. Like I, I think it's absolutely hilarious. Like the, you guys, ever, you guys ever watch Django? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. The raid scene. I can't see fucking shit out this thing. <laughs> uh, that is the funniest scene. I want to shake Quinn, uh, Quinn Tarantino's hand because that scene is like. I can't see thing. shit out this fucking thing. <laughs> who, who, who made these masks? Willard's wife. <laughs> so you you mentioned just quick side story real quick. You mentioned you like Chappelle. You like Rogan. Bro, like I, I love like dark comedy. So me and Jake, uh, Rogan and Chappelle were having a oh, combined yeah. stand up together in Nashville, and this was in April. And I had tickets. We were going. It got postponed because of the Rona. I don't think we'll be able to make it now. Like, how how sick would a Chappelle and to Rogan see show Rogan be? and Dave Chappelle in the same yeah. place? I know, bro. And the thing about Dave Chappelle, he keeps it a buck. Like mm-hmm. he does not. Mm-hmm. Like he's like you know, uh, trans- transgenders hate me for making jokes about him, but I'm still gonna make jokes about him. Yeah. He's the <laughs> best. You know, yeah, he's he's and, real and, you know, as fuck. Like, yeah. And like uh, the biggest thing about it, bro, it's like you know, um, I'm the most like progressive person. I love everyone, all that shit. I'm like, it's comedy. If you if you take comedy super crazy, imagine like. If Family Guy got uh, the canceled culture, mm-hmm. imagine no Family. Imagine one season up. Oh, that's too much. Imagine South Park. Yeah, dude. I, it, South Park. Oh, that's my favorite. What's my favorite? I show? knew I would love this conversation, um, bro. Because after I, following <laughs> you on Twitter and like, you are the most level-headed dude, and it, it it's I don't know. It makes me smile. It's exciting because like. Good vibes, bro. Yeah. It is. Well, and, dude, and that's what it's about, it man. Is, it is. You got to get so around true. people that have those vibes and have the same hunger as you because all you guys are going to do together as in us is succeed. And, and, dude, the biggest thing is, you know, get me while I'm cheap. You never know. Like, hopefully I'm in a land, but I'll be, all right, man, I'll fly you out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, but in two, so you like – Chappelle and Rogan. Do you know like Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen and all them? Uh, not really. So like, I, I'm like a real big guy. Like, um, to where the most common stuff, I'm like last to do it sometimes. Like, I feel you. Like, like TikTok, I don't have TikTok. Me neither, oh, man. Dude, don't but please don't. The, the, the Chinese government, they're all on that shit. Just, just don't trust it. Nobody's about to have it. I think they're gonna block it now. They fucking should. They have your face, your p- family's faces, and all that. So it, it, explain that for people that don't know, because like I've heard that, but now it's coming yeah. to light. All right. So the biggest thing, like, um, I'm actually gonna go back to school and get my, uh, I family get my cybersecurity uh, certificate Fuck and yeah. like coding and all that stuff. So like the biggest thing people don't realize with with how advanced technology is advancing. If you look at like you know FaceTime, Tesla cars, mm. the next big thing is gonna be something crazy with software, right? So you got to have good security for it. If you're giving an app that is maybe controlled by, say you have country A is where all these uh, users are from. Yep. But country B owns this app, and country B is like our, our enemy. They hate us. Now just imagine if they have this app that all these like, like country A people love, and then next thing they know, they're like, oh, shit, country B has all these people's um, credit card numbers, their faces, their voice, to where they could easily use technology to, like, Maybe recreate your voice to buy something. Recreate your voice to be like, 
oh yeah, this is Jeremy Page. I would love to spend my fifty thousand dollars on this foreign company. Yep. Yeah. And it comes straight from my credit card account. See, like people don't realize, like, okay, it's fun and games now. You know, I'm not saying don't be on TikTok. No, I, no, I, I know. No, I get what you mean. But, 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 you know, I'm just being like, with all the crazy shit coming out, absolutely. You you do gotta be careful. So don't be putting all your personal opinions on there. Don't be putting your you know, all your family members on there because you have no idea who has your like your face and likeness now. Absolutely. And it's crazy how people, because I've experienced it firsthand, uh, like hackers and shit that can get into your, your bank account and all that stuff, dude. Right. I've used my, I can't remember if it's my, I think my Amazon card or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I forgot I've this had, happened. Yeah, like 600, someone tried to use $600 on something and then like $500 on something. It's just, like you said, like security is such a big part in because technology just keeps growing. No, it, it happened to me, too. When I was a senior in college, I subscribed to some website. It was a big, um, like, out, I know. There it is. Outline <laughs> and, like, thesis website to where it was my final project. I wanted to make it look good, and it was a dollar. You want to get that A. Fuck yeah, I wanted to get yeah, that I know, A. I like, oh, 15 bucks? I can get it at, uh, uh, an A? I was like, <laughs> I was like, sign me up, sir. But uh. anyway, so I got it. I canceled it. Right. Months go by. I'm in spring. I'm at spring break in Panama City, Florida, where every dollar in your bank account matters. Says, matters. And it, and it <laughs> goes. It goes. Bye bye. Because you're spending all that money. I wake up the next morning. I think I had a hundred dollars left in my account, and fifty-five of it's gone. Someone in Great Britain snagged that shit, and they traced it back to that sub- subscription service thing. And, and, and see, the craziest thing is like that. That all goes back to financial literacy. That all goes back to why would you trust this product? You know, you have no information about. Amen. S- say if like a new uh, knockoff Apple company came out tomorrow, it was like, oh yeah, we had the same iPhone and it was called Peach. It was Peach phone, just like iCarly or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like yeah, yeah. We had this new Peach iPhone 11 Max. It does everything the iPhone does for fifty dollars. Some dumbass him like yeah, ooh, new phone blows up. Yep. <laughs> so so you were like like you know it all goes back to like you got to do research. On what you're putting your money into, you gotta like know shit like that because I trust Chegg. I, I, I oh, I trust the hell out of Chegg. I've been, in, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big Chegg sp- guy. Sp- spit Sorry. it out. I couldn't because I was so excited about Chegg, man. I love Chegg. I, I ain't gonna lie, like when I graduate, I'm thinking Chegg <laughs> on Twitter. Literally. I'm not gonna do it now because they might try to get me. But uh, when I graduate, I shout out to Chegg. Yeah, yeah. If you can spend fourteen dollars a month, it'll help you out, dude. I'm telling you, Chegg is the real deal. So I got a question for you because I need to educate myself on yeah, this. Yeah, go ahead, bro. What is going on with this presidency, bro? Dude, I'm glad you I said need it. help. And it's like, bro, like, um, all right, I'm, you're, you're. It's okay to be a Republican. I want people to know that it's okay to be a Democrat. Like, don't worry about that for one day, just because. If you're a Republican, even if you don't like Trump, you're like, well, like I support what Republicans do, vote for him. I 100% understand that. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, the biggest thing that I, I like, I do like about him is our economy is good. You know, he's trying to do those areas. I personally see him more of a, a U.S. Uh, Treasury position, you okay. know, to help us get money. But my, my biggest issue with him is like, you know, it's between him and Biden. Biden, to me, has been in politics for 30, 30 years. The Democratic Party uses minority votes to their advantage all day. Like, we, we all know this. this is, you can really Google all this shit, right? So, like, my biggest issue with him is, like, all right, if you have people that maybe are sensitive to certain to- topics, don't just go for the votes that you know are going to come from people that are anti that, right? Try to be more compassionate. Try, yeah, whenever yeah. something happens, just be open about it. Don't try, to, don't try to give a backwards compliment to where it's like, I understand that guy A killed guy B. 
But guy A is still a good guy, even though I care about guy B's life. Like, you, when you say shit like that, people are like, why can't you just say, you know, you're sorry about this person? And, and don't, you know, he's real big on, like, some of the ignorant votes. You know, yeah. a lot of people that are illiterate, if you look at our country, like, a lot of areas where people were, like, pretty dumb. You can just look at the education system of these places. Like, um, I, th- I think Alabama and Florida have a pretty low education rate. That's why in these areas, when, when you preach a message that some people don't decipher the same way. Like, whenever I see his tweets or whatever, I'm like, all right, he means the economy, but some dumbass is going to think it as, oh, yeah, get them all out of here, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the biggest thing that I would like from him is, you know, just think before you tweet a lot. Oh, dude. I imagine how much shit he wouldn't get if he just wasn't on Twitter. And, and, bro, and the biggest thing about Trump is, like, tomorrow he could be like, yep, I have this company. They have the cure, right? He could say that. It could be 100% true. The opposition would be like, up, oh, don't believe it, up, oh, FDA, up, oh, FDA. But it's like, damn, like, just be, like even though Trump had the cure for something, the, the opposition would be like, don't trust it. And that's a possible situation where they're like, just because people don't like Trump, they wouldn't trust a possible cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't mean to put you on the spot with that stuff because I don't know myself. I know, but bro, it's all good. But, I, but I just sit here and I think, because I'm with you on the whole economy stuff with Trump, mm-hmm. but... You know, sometimes, like you guys just said, how he handles things, his tweets. He He's just, like, you just have to come to terms with it that he's an old dude that's always had money so he can be an asshole. It, it, I don't agree with it. But bro. then I sit here and I look at Joe Biden, who can't even put a sentence together. Yeah, he, he's had a stutter problem since he was eight years old. But, like, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't it seem like, though, that, like, he does have, like – they talk about it on Rogan where he has dementia, it seems like. Well, it's like both of them could have it. Cause I you, know. If you actually look at, um, I think it was uh, Ronald Reagan. When, when they were asking the other, all right, Reagan, um, did, you sell, uh, um, did, did you sell firearms to Iran? He's like, uh, I don't remember. And then they come to find out he legit has like dementia. Can't remember shit. Yeah. So like that's why, you know, I was watching Rogan the other day. They were talking about maybe, maybe making an age limit on being president. Yeah. Because you got to think a lot of these old heads when they're like 70 years old, they're not looking out for us. They're looking out for their future family's income. Yep. A lot of these like, like, you know, I'll use Trump as an example because yeah. I'm not going to bag. Dude, he's a multi-billionaire, right? So, of course, some of the laws that he's implementing are maybe going to his his uh maybe his son's girlfriend's company or yep. whatever to where that's still in his family. Th- that's what a lot of people don't realize. Like these guys that are like politicians, they're seventy years old. They don't care about us. They don't yeah. care about because like the politician when you're like seventy, like oh I got about three more years in me. Let me just do something <laughs> for my people, you know. And then it fucks up us because like people like us, regardless if you make sixty thousand dollars a year, we are poor compared to politicians and celebrities. That's why a lot of people are like. Oh, go get a job, do this and that. But a lot of people just don't got the means to do it for money, either yep. support or X, Y, and Z. You know, and and that's why I just wish, like I I've, I've referenced it a couple times. We're voting for two grandpas. <laughs> like what? Like when can we get somebody in there that's Bro. at least forty years old? Yeah. So like, uh, I'll actually tell y'all like who who's like uh, views that I looked into a lot. Kind of liked it. So, like, Andrew Yang. Lo- right? Fuck yeah, I Jake love Andrew Yang. Andrew. Right? And it's like Yang Gang, right? So, like, um, I was real big on, you know, giving back to the people while also, like, maintaining a good economy. So, uh, Andrew Yang, he, he um, he's actually trying to do, do this thing called universal basic income. Yep. That's where every American citizen, every American citizen over the age of 18, regardless of your financial status, will get $2,000 a month from the government. 
Now you gotta think about this. This is gonna open up so many entrepreneurs, so many you know at home bosses to actually start their own businesses. And, and there's no longer gonna be the stigma of you got that money from the government like we have with welfare. Once you give every American citizen $2,000 a month extra to their pay, then people are like, oh, I can be my own boss. Oh, I can invest in American companies. Oh, I can keep the money here. Yep. Oh, maybe this $2,000 goes to my community directly. Because, and, and then it also gives people, like um, the hardest people I think to have it, you know, from pipeliners to teachers to whoever. Now that'll give them leverage. They'll be, all right, I'm getting this $2,000 extra from the government. I'm not going to take making $5 an hour to shovel shit all day. I can just make my own business shoveling shit now. It's true. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like a lot of people could take advantage of that, though. But but at the same you know time, I mean? you do want more consumer spending. Yeah. Like, like whenever you realize you have $2,000 a month, that shit's on you. If I'm giving you two grand a month and you, you shit it out the bed, I don't want to hear you cry. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, no, I guess you're right. Like, no, no one no could excuse, have the right yeah. to... Bitch about anything. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Do here. that. Yeah, let's hear it. Where, like everybody always says, the big question is where are they gonna get that money to give people? Right. But then I sit here and think, where did that three trillion dollars come from that you gave to all these big corporations while all of these small businesses are struggling just to stay afloat now? Bro, all right. So I'm taking economics. So I'm so I'm so glad I'm taking this class this semester. I'm glad you're taking yeah. it too. <laughs> so, so teaching us. It teaching from, us. It went from boring to us. It's kind of cool. So the Federal Reserve will never run out of money. The Federal Reserve. That's like where we get all of our government bonds. Okay. That we sell to other countries because a lot of companies will buy U.S. bonds because historically, if you invest in the U.S., you get a higher return. Look at all the companies that are U.S. made. Amazon. Apple. I only need to say two. Yeah. That's, that's all I got to say. Those are two trillion dollar companies. So we will never run out of money. Well, it's like literally it'd be like demons are flying off the ground if we ran out of money. Right. Yep. So basically, like the Federal Reserve has so much like reserve to like keep handing out government bonds. So we'll always be able to like to write off, you know, stimulus checks, do all that stuff. It just certain politicians don't see deem it necessary right now. Because the, the whole thing with, like, uh, like we could easily pay all of college debt off right now. But a lot of politicians are like, oh, we're not going to do that because of X and Y. See, I didn't know that. And and that's why, you know, yeah. one, that's why we wanted to have you on so I can we can learn all this shit. But, like, that stuff, is is that stuff that you're going to try to teach and tell people? Dude, I'm going to try. Like, I'm like, I hate people that are lazy, but I'm going to try my best to give the person the key to the door. There's only going to be one door in front of them. And all I got to do is, all right, this is the key to be great. You just got to turn it. I don't care if it doesn't turn the first time. You keep turning that shit until that shit opens. I feel you. It, like it's it. inspirational. Yeah, it is. Because, I like you know, that a lot. With a rusty key, an old key, you guys lived off campus before. Sometimes the shit, you got to jam yeah. it in there a little bit. Sometimes, sometimes you got to give it a little kick, too. But Sometimes you lose the key. <laughs> sometimes you just got to kick the door down. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I've done it. I, I like When I lived, in a, I lived off campus in Erie, like two years ago, we had one of them old antique houses, right? Yeah. The landlord was a piece of shit. <laughs> God, he finessed us so bad. We, we killed seven rats in one week. Ooh. But we didn't have a rat problem, God, right? Fuck that. So, yeah, like one day, like the door handle falls off to my roommate's room because I would always steal his waters and shit. And I'm like, damn, his door's locked. So when he gets back, he's like, gee, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm like, Paco. I'm sorry, man. Like his name's Santiago, but his nickname's Paco. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just shoulder the door open. So did that. He ended up getting a new door, though. Fuck yeah, dude. Which is pretty cool, but moral of the story is if that door don't open, you better find yeah. a way. 
Amen. No, it, it's it's true, and uh, like we're we're rooting for you, honestly. So I'm rooting for y'all, man. Man, we, we I, th- that's why I love it. That's why you got you have to keep coming on. We'll help you promoting you, and keep you know, going. man, you help us, and we'll keep grinding, baby. We'll make that money, even though that's not the goal, but yeah, it is the goal. Also, uh, Dave Portney, good guy, because you know, we, like uh, we've had so many conversations today. Good guy. I support him personally. I don't think he's racist. I think he's just like an asbratic guy that just like, you know, he's, yeah. just, he's just a guy. Yeah. Well, like, and that's why I, I touched on last week. So me and my cousin, John DePlaga, right. we do the tobacco pipe and we had his right. little brother on him and we were getting talking about all that stuff. And it, it's just like now with this cancel culture, you have to be able to be willing to realize that people do make mistakes yes and people and and i i called everybody out last week i said listen i know every single person listening and every single person on this planet has probably said something that is wrong but it doesn't make them yeah. a bad person bro like i used to i used to say haha that's gay like on tweets all the time exactly you know how like if i do that today some yeah. someone's gonna be like oh my god cancel them cancel yep. them. and then they got they have force man they call in the AC-130. It's over. You just got to leave the lobby at that point. Yeah, dude. I know, because there's so many good things about social media, like promoting our shit. Promoting our shit. But at the, the same message. time, it's like you say one – even if you didn't mean to say it that way, you can just get canceled just like I, that. Oh, bro, like every time y'all see me talk about anything political or anything with business, I word my tweets mm. the perfect way. I, I word it to where I'm like unbiased. Like I'm not for one side. If, if something is blatantly stupid, I kind of be like – well, this is kind of blatantly stupid. Here's the numbers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that's what I do every time I tweet. And then I throw in, like, my, like, anime tweets, Pittsburgh Steelers tweets, and all that stuff. Anime tweets, I love yeah. it. <laughs> no, but it, it, it's funny because I imagine everybody's heard of the what Deshaun Jackson said and what Julian Edelman's doing now, and they're all educating each other. So Julian Edelman tweeted something out nice today. Right. And I tweeted, I said, the art of conversation is a wonderful thing. Talk to people. It helps. Shout out to Edelman and Deshaun Jackson for showing people how you can grow instead of just criticizing. And I had a bot. And I know it's not anybody that lives in America. You know it's somebody that's trying to stir up our social media. That, that strictly like searches for that with those words. This is what they said back then. It to doesn't me. even make sense. I'm going to read it how they put it. Oh. Yes, I'm kind of tipsy, but I'm reading the tweet the way it was tweeted. It says, hell, ask a pro to spell a word. I surprised that they communicate here. Kaepernick kneeling on my flag because his no good. The rest of pros feel entitled to tell me. I boycott sports at Deshaun Jackson at real Donald Trump to respect like Seattle NYC. That's America. If Joe Biden. Just, I was pissed. Just empty words. I tweeted back. But <laughs> oh, literally. You, you fell into it. Dude, I had to. Jake, I knew he would he reply to it. I, knew I he said, would. what the fuck are you talking about? And, and why the fuck are you tweeting me anything about politics right now? Turn on CNN and Fox News and melt your brain, you dork. But, like it's, it, but the problem is, is me, I know that it's not personally going to hurt me. But you have people that are tweeting probably from outside of the country trying to stir the pot and bringing in politics to a situation that wasn't about politics. And, bro, see, 
you got me dying because like this is what I love. I love the thread. I, I'm on your tweet right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the thread. I like the gifts once I see all that. But I love that. But like, bro, and, and the crazy thing about that is. You replying to that, that tweet, he technically won. I know. And that's, that's what frustrates me. That's Jake. Because you're like, yeah, I got him. But then you're like, tweet's gone. Bot's gone. He'll, they, only, they only have as much power as you give them. I know. It fired me. But, but bro, like, I feel you. Though. I'd be on Facebook. Like, when people, like, I saw someone, they were like, I'm not going to wear a mask. You can't fucking make me. I'm just like. I went to school with you, bro. What, what you talking about? Yeah. You know, I'm just like, is it really? Are you that butthurt? Well, yeah. just, just like I said, it's like if there's a 1% chance that things can get back to the way they were, that sports can happen, and all you're telling me, G, is I have to wear a mask inside a building where other people are at, why wouldn't you do it? Dude, I've been a Pittsburgh Steelers fan since uh, since they beat. Peyton Manning in the playoffs because I, I was a Colts fan because they were winning at first. I was a young kid. But then as soon as the Steelers beat them and then won the Super Bowl that year with Bettis, I was like, all right, I'm a Steelers fan. I feel <laughs> you. I feel that, That's too. how it is when you're a yeah, kid, right? Yeah. I've never gone to a Steelers game in my life. In my whole entire life, I've never gone to a Pittsburgh Steelers game. After how good that defense is right now with Minka, Watt, Bud Dupree, we just drafted a pretty good, I, I personally think. Big Ben got the beard. He's slinging it. If all I got to do is wear a mask to go to my first possibly Super Bowl season of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'll fucking do it. I'll, exactly. wear, a haz- I'll wear a hazmat suit. Like, like literally, if you say, all right, uh, come here, put this on, that on, go enjoy your game, go buy a $20 beer, I'll be like, hell yeah. yeah. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you this before you go. Sometimes we get tickets. Right. If you've never been to a game, we'll in, take you. In my life. I've never been to a WVU game Listen, either. Listen, I, I, I pro- if, if I get the four tickets that I sometimes get, I promise you'll be one of them. Hell yeah. Go. Well, listen, you can't. It's on the podcast now. I'll just retweet Dude, that. Dude, yeah. Oh, I, it's I, all I, here now. It's, it's documented. Fine. We'll, we'll take you, and it's it's incredible. Yeah. Okay, so cool. to, to future me listening right now, if I do not get this ticket, <laughs> hashtag canceled culture, <laughs> at Joe Biden, at Juicebox, <laughs> at Donald Trump, <laughs> at All Countries Matter. Uh, that's all I'm going to put in the tweet. I'm like. Now go. <laughs> Just let it burn. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to sip some black coffee. <laughs> but I'm, ser- I, I'm serious. I'm serious. Well, no, appreciate that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Okay. No, all I was saying was, um, you know, how the governor said, you know, the other day, wear masks. Next day, my oh. first stop for work, dude. My first stop, I go into this gas station. Not, It was packed. It was like 730 in the morning. Everyone's, all these old guys getting their coffee and all this. Not one, not one person had a mask on. I'm like, guys. It's not that hard. Swallow your damn pride and just wear a mask. If it can help, just wear it. Well, that's what I was I was talking to mom about because I said the problem is right now is the ones that are wearing the masks really probably don't need to be wearing the masks. And the ones that aren't wearing the masks should be the ones wearing the masks with age, with like diabetes, you know? weight, you know, underlying conditions. It, it's it, it's sad. It's frustrating. Bro, like, and the biggest thing about me, like, I, I was smart. I was like, all right, if I got to wear a mask, I'm going to get some cool ones, right? So I went on Adidas.com. All right, let's see it. Got $15, so no inflated crazy crazy prices. I got an Adidas mask right here, right? Yeah, there's nothing That's wrong. That's legit, too. That is a legit. It looks tough. It has, it has a three stripes right there, so it's like, oh, he has a mask on. No, 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 no. I got an Adidas mask on, <laughs> so I'm better than you. <laughs> 
You're over there with your cloth shit. This is like dry fit. I don't know. It's it looks tough. Yeah, yeah, it does look tough. No, but it, it it it's true, and it's like, you know, it it does. It kind of hurts you when you're going around. You're following the rules. You're doing what you're asked mm-hmm. to do, and you see other people not doing it. When it's situations where, man, you just literally got out of your car and walked in this building. You couldn't throw it on real quick and then take it off. And then, like, you know, with me, it's also like uh, like, um, like me coming here. You know, like I have my mask on me whenever. Like if there's old people in the house, I immediately throw it on. If there's yep. someone I know that's like, oh, like my dad has asthma and diabetes, I'll throw it on for you. And, you know, like the reason why I'm more lenient around y'all, you guys are younger. You know, to according to statistics – we have like a 98%. Mm-hmm. If you just jog like twice a day, go outside, if you have no whatever, like a lot of people, you don't even know you have it. It's like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I had it for two days. It's gone, right? So like being around y'all, I, I feel more safe because, you know, maybe I have like – because I, I work out like five times a week still. Like So like my immune system's pretty high. I'm always doing cardio. I'm always doing this and that. So maybe it, even if I did have it, it, even if I like did have it, it would be so weak. Like, like my body, it's like I've been doing football for like – over like over a decade so like in my body it's like fuck i got the wrong one yep you know so like that's why i just keep continuing to work out Mm -hmm. and all that shit but then when i'm around younger people i'm more lenient you know obviously like i could be stupid but it's like all right i'm around younger people they're they're pretty in shape whatever i at least feel comfortable yeah for sure for sure but i want to say man one, we really appreciate you coming appreciate on. Appreciate y'all, it, bro. It's been great, and you will be a repeat guest for as so. many times as you want to be. So before we sign off, go ahead, shout out, say whatever you want to say, promote whatever, take as much time as you want. You're going to close this out, bro. All right. Well, first of all, thank you all. This is Juice Box Podcast, right? Yes, yep. sir. Well, first and best podcast I've ever been on. Hell yeah. Um, we love it. Just want to say shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Keep forgetting the camera guy, sound guy's name. but Tiki. Tiki. Tiggy. Tiggy. Shout out to you too, bro. Um, yeah, so uh, the biggest thing, I, um, just check out, I guess, uh, Free Game. It's like my new web series. I like uh, either tweet it at you guys or whatever. You guys have been pretty cool with that. Um, shout out to all the people out there that are still grinding. All the people that, you know, maybe they're like, they're like, oh, damn, this world sucks. But, you know, to them, I got to say, just keep grinding, man. If you can grind during this time, this day and age, you're going to be something. Yep. And, um, Thank God. Um, thank uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and I love y'all. Love you too, Thanks, bro. Man. Thank you very much. Real man. quick, um, this will be dropping Sunday. Also, Midnight Gamer on Fridays and Tobacco Pipe on Wednesdays. Thank you, G, so much. Awesome having you. Appreciate you, bro.